Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the program. It's going to be an odd one. I'm telling you that right now. Um, uh, We're continuing the uh, family tour. We had uh, my brother Bill on the show Monday. We had my sister Susan on the show Tuesday. We took yesterday off to eat too much and blow things up in the backyard. And now we have my nephew, my brother's youngest son. This would be Hank Miller. And he's on the program, as you can see, wearing a Lennon T-shirt. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that says, but this is a guy. Well, say it in Russian. What does that say? It says Ruska Shkola. Russian school. It's from the Middlebury uh, Summer Russian School. Middlebury Summer Russian. Oh, I see. Yeah. Middlebury College. Okay, okay, okay. So um, I thought we'd talk to Hank for a little bit, and then uh, Fat Man D and Liz Berlin are coming in. Uh, They got a big thing happening on Sunday, and I want you guys to know about it. It just sounds wonderful, and it's a big CD release, and all their songs are essentially anti-Trump. It's wonderful stuff. That'll be at Mr. Smalls. We'll let them talk about it and sing a bit. So they'll be blowing in in the middle of the show. Since we don't do commercial breaks, there's going to be a you know bit of a chaos um, getting things uh, set up. But uh, we got to roll with the punches, okay? Good. Uh, oh, you already have. This is one of the... Um, <laughs> I see it's my name. With a, it's your so name. So somebody's already yeah. saying, Hank. Right. Okay. Actually, Hank has been on the show before. I have, yeah. Hank was on. Um, I think you were on twice. Yes, I think you were on as a, um, you were a child yes. and you were on uh, to discuss political correctness in your elementary school. Yes. Well, yeah, in elementary school, uh, PE. Is this, what, what mic is he on? Is, is he coming in loud and clear? I, uh, I sh- I should well, I'm thinking you should be closer, but you yeah. have a very loud voice, so um, it's okay. We all do. <laughs> it's the only way you could get heard in our household, right? Um, it was cup stacking. I well, I remember the cup stacking yeah. one, but there was also one where you you don't remember the political correctness. Something I that was there had been no, one. no, no. There were two times there was there had been rules changed about what you could do at recess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had rules like even if you were – no game was allowed to have more than four people in it. Even Why is if that? Even imaginative play because that if it was too big, it was supposed to be broken up into two smaller groups so that nobody was excluded. So even if you had four people and the fifth person came and said, I want to join the group, and you said, but we already have four, then you'd have to break up into a group of three and two and continue your imaginative play according to the rules. What the <laughs> I know. Fuck? It was, what it was just mean? stupid. It was just stupid. But. Um and and then there was stuff like you couldn't I, I mean there were whole things that you couldn't do you couldn't play dodgeball no, you no, couldn't no. play I mean I forget I mean you you couldn't do anything that a kid would normally do at recess real footballs weren't allowed you had to have nerf ones that why were real footballs because the pointy end might hit someone's hand okay <laughs> you know and this is the period so this is when my my brother had young children in the Ann Arbor school system. And that's when he became a flaming right winger. And I understand why he did. He was reacting in opposition to the bullshit crapola like this. Um, And I don't think he came back around. He didn't leave the dark side until after Sarah Palin Mm -hmm. was. And initially when Sarah Palin was chosen, he liked her. Yeah, well, he li- he liked her because she oh, sounded. Yeah, yeah, oh agree. yeah, <laughs> he liked her because she sounded like us, yeah. and she was good looking, yeah. right? And then she said one too many things, yeah. and he finally came screaming back into uh, the liberal end of things. Although he's still so put off by this, and as am I, mm. as am I. I mean, so all those rules were about not hurting a child physically or emotionally. Both. Yeah, so it was all about wrapping children up. And and then how is a child prepared to go into the world? Well. Where there are pointy footballs. uh, uh, And there are groups bigger than four. 
and you get excluded, and mm. you get like, Jesus Christ. Well, the thing is, the ki all the kids see the absurdity of it, and that's why you had me on as a nine-year-old or whatever. Oh, is that it? So, yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, and all the kids are thinking The kids too. are thinking so that, it's, too. So it's just, uh, it doesn't make any sense at yeah. any level. And then I think you were on also because it turned out like the biggest thing to do in gym at his was a sport called cup stacking. Yeah. I kid you not. When I saw that, I thought, you know, shoot me right now. <laughs> there are like cup stacking tournaments and stuff. I know there were like cup the, uh... stacking tournaments. It was literally about stacking cups. On a, that's what you did in PE. Yeah. When we used to, you know, like get hurt and humiliate ourselves and not get picked for the team and stuff like that. That the way you used to do it. Honest to Pete. Anyway, so growing up in that kind of craziness, uh, Hank became weird <laughs> and um, ended up falling in love with Russia. Yeah. How the well, hell can with, you, I mean, see, I mean, seriously. With Russian literature and language. Oh. Russia and Russia, visiting Russia, living in Russia as a way to get good at the language and as a valuable cultural experience. I don't know if I love Russia in that sense. Well, <laughs> okay. Because I understand their literature mm -hmm. is, I've read some of it myself, is pretty damn good. Yes. And you like reading it in the original. Yes, well, I try. Yeah, so you can do that. And Hank just spent the last year in Siberia. Yes. Um, uh, where you were, again, perfecting your... Yeah, I was, I was studying Russian there, and I was teaching English to university students. Oh, to university students? Yes, they were. In Siberia. A, two, a year or two younger than me. <laughs> it's hard to exercise authority over them most of the time. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you as an authority no matter yeah, what. Well. Yeah, really? So, okay. So did their, their English got better and your Russian got better? I hope their English got better. <laughs> so weren't you, I mean, weren't you up to, what did they think of you as an American? Because, I mean, the Russians are still pretty much taught to it, well, hate our guts. And I, yeah. It's interesting. I've never, I never had any kind of reaction from anyone really of animosity towards me as an American. It's almost always, oh, cool, it's an American. Like, let's ask, what, what's it really like in America? Oh, okay. Uh, is it really like what it is in the movies? Because the, the American pop culture is everywhere. So, um, yeah, I've never really had a sort of moment where I thought, hmm, maybe I should. There, are, I've known some people that have been in Russia and tried to pretend they're Canadian, and that just seems uh, <laughs> more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, and, yeah. And cowardly, <laughs> I don't know. Just well, stick by your guts. Yeah, 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 exactly right. So, um, I mean, do you believe, I mean, on a geopolitical, that, that the Russians uh, at Putin yeah. is, is playing our hapless president like a fiddle? Easily, yeah. I mean, it's not like, um, I think some of the stuff about Putin being a genius and a master tactician and all this, it's uh, an image he cultivates, obviously, but it's also an image that um, well-meaning journalists at the New York Times, etc., back up as a kind of position of, yes, he's... He's this chess KGB, master. KGB, former chess, yes, exactly. yeah, right. He can't be rattled. He's uh, always 10 steps ahead. And you don't think that's really true? I don't think that's quite true, but even if it's only a tenth as true as it is, you can play Trump like a fiddle, right? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, yeah, it's obviously very worrying to have Trump potentially sitting down with him and saying, oh, yeah, do whatever you want. Well, We get along great, me and, uh, <laughs> and Vlad, you know? So yeah. It's, yeah, it's a scary prospect. To it, it's a terrifying prospect, especially given the fact that um, he, those two are going to meet with no one else in the room. <laughs> now, I'm sorry, but for those of us who sort of sometimes wonder if, in fact, that we got a Manchurian president yeah. here, right? I mean, you can't. What? And you would think, I know, I'm speechless. Yeah. I mean, see, I can't even form a sentence right now. Yeah. You would think that Trump would not want to give people the appearance that he and Vlad are meeting, you know. Well, you would think that, but then there's him having uh, uh, the foreign what, minister what, in, in the day after he fires Comey saying there's a lot of pressure off me from the Russia investigation. That's right. It's like that. he's, always, he's always bumbling into these situations where it's like, 
Jesus, even if, if, if you are innocent as you maintain, why are you doing it? Right. Just, it why are you so always bad? seeming yeah. to be reporting back to yeah. the Russians? Yeah. And just on do, a buddy buddy kind of a kind of way. Jesus, <laughs> no, subtlety is not something yeah. that is no. even possible. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a so you could be the interpreter. Yeah, they will have an interpreter there. Yes. Well, yeah, it's always interesting. <laughs> um, Can you imagine the interpreter? Uh-huh. I mean, would you want to do a job like that? It'd be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, but really, <laughs> really <laughs> consequential. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could. Well, there's some there's some story uh, from I think it was uh, I was reading it because there was an article in the Guardian a few months ago because when Macron said that so and so's wife like the PM of uh, Indonesia's wife was delicious or something like that because he was speaking in uh, English, but it was a sort of letter or uh, uh, op-ed piece in the Guardian about how it's better to have bilingual or multilingual leaders even if they do end up making some faux pas like that because there was <laughs> something with jimmy carter in some country and the interpreter said that like he jimmy carter said something like i i love poland and its people or something and they translated it as like i have a carnal desire for, <laughs> for poland and it went poorly so there's some uh, yeah it, if you get something wrong you could really impede international relations um yeah but no i would not want to do it i want to stay as far away from the well so what the f- Hell do you do with the, just because you speak Russian? Uh, uh, talk about literature. Oh, so. man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So I feel... Um, so you're going to be an academic. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, So you're going to teach Russian mm-hmm. to our the next uh, round of uh, CIA operatives. Yeah, or well, hopefully steer them away from the CIA and into uh, reading... It- Tolstoy and stuff. No, right? there's no need for people sitting around reading Tolstoy. There is a need for people who yeah. speak Russian. Well, that's definitely true. So you would never think of working for the government? I don't think I'd enjoy it. I mean, at the, at the place, the school where I got this T-shirt, they always have the CIA come around and do like a little job pep talk to the people studying Russian, uh, Arabic, and Chinese, especially. Those are the ones yeah. they want. They mm-hmm. want Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, and so just... and so, your fellow students. Did you get a sense that a lot of them? That's what they were gearing for. Yeah, you, you can right. sort of <laughs> separate people studying Russian into some different camps. They're the sort of, oh, I read War and Peace and I loved it kind of people like me. And then there are sort of very kind of yeah, sort of much more to the me hippy dippy. Uh, yeah, so there's and a definite right wing people sort of going. Oh, I want to be in the CIA and make. <laughs> okay, so it's two different yeah. learning the enemies. Uh, all right, yeah. well that's interesting. Yeah. So there's some of you, yeah, sitting around reading Turgenev. Yeah. Yeah, that's well pronounced. <laughs> you had the yeah. Turgenev. <laughs> I like an idiot went to a movie the other day because I just needed to escape. You know how yeah. now and I like stupid movies now. Yeah. I don't want anything serious. I don't want anything depressing. I just want total escape. So I walked to the nearby theater near my house, and um, the next movie, I was just going to go see whatever, and the next movie up was something called The Seagull. And oh. I thought, oh, sure, okay, it's a period piece, and Ed Benning's in it, that's cool. I wasn't in there for more than two seconds when I realized, oh, no! <clears throat> oh no the seagull yeah. anton Chekhov. well did you stay for the whole movie i did and i <laughs> wanted to shoot myself when i after it was over i mean it was so goddamn depressing you cannot imagine so you know all this stuff you know Chekhov, turgenev dostoevsky uh blah, 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 who, yeah, yeah. who's your favorite um i don't know it's always hard to pick a favorite but i'm probably i'm, I'm starting uh my phd next semester in the fall and uh i'm probably going to focus on uh, nabokov or nabokov as he's usually called nabokov yes <laughs> nabokov the other Vladimir. thing people, my uh, my only piece of advice for <laughs> for anyone listening is yes. that another thing so people don't only say uh nabokov instead of nabokov but the whole name uh vladimir is it should it's vladimir so it's on the d vladimir yeah so vladimir putin Vladimir Nabokov. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Vlad- fuck him. It's Vladimir, Vladimir here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vladimir. Right. Vladimir. Yeah, Vladimman, so, yeah. Vladimir Putin. Put, 
screw him. I hate him. I absolutely. Yeah, well, he's an he's an. I he's mean, a I horrible. I don't horrible, want to. Uh, maybe maybe this will compromise getting uh, another visa back. But I don't think so. So you're intending to go. So um, so how bad is it over there? I mean I mean it used to be really bad in terms of just getting food and and, oh, and their economy. Yeah. So um, is it still is it any better over there? Yes, I would say a little bit. Yeah. Um, a lot of the kind of horror stories from the 90s are... Um, are not there yeah. anymore. And that's actually why Putin has such a large base of support among sort of older people that can remember those times um, is because he sort of came in after the sort of Yeltsin years and terrible inflation and nobody knew if, like, uh, do I have a pension? Do I have savings? What, what I've, everything I've <laughs> stocked up for my entire uh, working life is suddenly gone. Um, and he kind of stepped in and brought order both in the sort of economic sense and with the Chechens. So um, the people that <laughs> younger people, young younger people don't like him as much. But and why don't they the like him? Um, I think, well, also there's just kind of more of a general sort of Putin fatigue, I would say, because he's been around for so long. So even people that maybe would be sympathetic to him are sort of starting to think, well, maybe it's time for a new leader if he's been for so long. Um, Lots I, of luck. Yeah, well. Whatever Putin wants, there was, Putin gets. There was actually some uh, uh, sort of chattering about whether he would run this last for this last term. Um, before I went to Russia for my uh, year of teaching. Well, I think that was wishful thinking. That's bull. I mean, he wants. He does, he but has, there's. He's also got this sort of. Well, he doesn't even have to be in power. He had Medvedev. In mm -hmm. for a while, yeah, right? Yeah. And he was st he was still really in power. But the sort of, yeah, but the sort of mm, the people in his orbit who maybe uh, are as powerful or sort of you know uh -huh. kind of viziers, oh they might want they um, are sort okay. of starting to think hmm, what okay. are we what trying to envision a post Putin okay. Russia? I, I got a good movie for you to see: The Death of Stalin. Yes, I was I was that, that see that's what I was thinking you were saying when you saw a movie. Yeah. No. It's, see, that was banned, in, and I was there when it came out, and it's not It's not. It's banned in Russia. Yeah. I well, mean, of course it is. get it on the internet. Because it makes such— It wasn't shown in theaters. It yeah. was—it's just a send-up of that whole crowd yeah. of Khrushchev and uh, Stalin and, and uh, Molotov. Yeah. Molotov? No, what? Molotov. Molotov. Yeah. Molotov. Mm -hmm. Molotov. So this um, this is the a Cyrillic. Uh, yeah. it, they don't know that an R goes the other way. <laughs> that's that's ya. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's there's one letter that's ya. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just you know this shows that I mean I like to think that I don't have I'm not bigoted but I'm bigoted. <laughs> I am. Well, I mean, are I, they all drunk all the time still? I see. That's I. I didn't have a drop of vodka in Russia my whole time there. And why not? Oh, I don't really like it. But also, it's not the sort of thing where everyone in America sort of expects that you get off the plane in the and airport and start someone drinking stumbles vodka. up to you with a thing of vodka. Well, it's... they do have a serious alcohol. Oh yeah. Now. Well, certainly yeah. And that, of course, like people living in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how cold did it get there? Um, well, I was in the coldest city in the world, Yakutsk. So it Yakutsk. Got... Yes. Kutsk. Kutsk. Like beatboxing. Okay. Um. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't that the place that when I did my genealogy? Yeah, that's right. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I would tell people so, there. Yeah. <clears throat> we are 0.01% Yakut. You know, when I did my 23andMe thing, I turned out to be uh, like 98%, seven, 97% Ashkenazi Jew. Big shot. <laughs> And the only, I only had two other discernible things in me. A little Swedish and something called Yakutsk. Yep. Are you saying that so some Siberian Yeah. Trying there, to get warm. Yeah. Or well actually, right. yeah, I How think, would it have happened? Uh my theory is that uh either it's more likely that a Jew went east than a Yakut went west, basically. Okay. So but lots of Jews were exiled in Yakutsk. So it could have been that uh, Okay. <laughs> great 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 grandpa Miller. Yeah, was, uh, went exiled. Exiled yeah. to Siberia. Yeah. 
where Matt's he met a Yakut. dawdled with yeah. them. Yeah, that's it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah. how odd! I know. And then that's the coldest city in the. Yeah, coldest city. So there are colder uh, villages or like uh, bases in Antarctica. So how big a city is it? It's about mm, three hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah. Sort of Pittsburghy. Yeah. Okay, with big buildings and stuff. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. I asked got, you how negative, cold negative, it got. Uh, uh, negative 50 Fahrenheit. Minus 50. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Even yeah. coming from, you know, northern yeah. uh, Midwest, that's it's, yeah, it's, that gets your attention. It does. It's, yeah. You do get used to it, though, bizarrely. Yeah, no, yeah. I bet. You know, yeah. of course you do. And then if it, if it's negative forty five when yesterday was negative fifty, you say, "Oh, it's God, like take it your really shirt warm. off, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. Yeah. who's got <laughs> so, a convertible." Yeah, exactly. let's get right. I know. <laughs> so yeah, you just get used to whatever you're around. Basically. Okay, all right. Well, it feels to me like um, we don't know if Fat Man D's here. I've seen Liz. Huh. I can fill for however long <laughs> you need. Well, I just don't know. This is how screwed up this show is going to be. <laughs> Hey, while we wait, I mean, no, I, I do have one thing I want to just uh, to get away from Russia because I read this today. Sure. And I have to share it. It's a story about Americans um, and the way we spend money on animals. And it is so disgusting. I think this will go down, you know, with the fall of the Roman Empire. You looked at how people lived then. The fall of the American Empire, they will look at shit like this and say, what a disgusting people. What is it, sort of cloning kind of pets? It's or? not even the cloning. Uh, uh. I did not know this was possible. Uh. <laughs> Prosthetic testicles. Why? <laughs> What's the... That is the thing. Yeah, like, why? So it turns out that people who get their dogs fixed, yeah. but then feel that the dog, what? I don't even know. They get them actually surgically implanted with silicone testes. Half a million animals in this country have silicone <laughs> prosthetic <laughs> testicles. I've seen something. Now, but <laughs> why? You said why? Yeah. Well, why? Wait, wait. Because they're human uh, person. <laughs> What is... Here's the guy who does the testicle surgery. He says, everyday pet owners who opt for, well, the brand name is Nuticles. <laughs> N-E-U-T. <laughs> everyday pet owners who opt for Nuticles, so their pet, they do so so their pet will maintain its dignity. <laughs> By and self and self esteem. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. It's you like... know what? <laughs> that is stark raving nuts. And you have five hundred thousand of them. And the guy who owns the nudical place says, "It is not only canines and felines. We have done an elephant." <laughs> We have, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. we have done prairie dogs. Why? I nudicled a monkey in Pocahontas, <laughs> Arkansas, and a colony of rats for the University of Louisiana. Nudicles, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I like that he used it as a verb. I nudicled this and that. <laughs> I mean, that is sick. That is so sick. And uh, one of the big insurance companies that does pet insurance, they say that American animal owners have spent over $62 million. Now, wait a minute. This is 2011. So I'm going to double 
that number. Hundreds plus millions of dollars on plastic surgery for their pets. It's, yeah, it's nuts. What? I don't I said, what? Plastic surgery? And it says, yeah, tummy tucks, nose jobs, chin lifts. Can this be? Also, there's a growing trans pet community. What is that? <laughs> I'm telling you, when they write the history of the dissolution of the American experiment, this is all going to be there. The growing trans pet community, I don't even know what that means. Uh... It's not known whether they will embrace the gender non-conforming uh, pets like male dogs who squat to urinate <laughs> and females who raise a leg uh. or mount. I had a male dog that squatted. Yeah. And well, they're saying that, that that's trans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a dog born into the wrong... That's not a cis uh, dog. That's a... I am not kidding kidding you you can't make it up you cannot make it up this is america this is uh this isn't as bad as that and it's it's slightly the opposite direction of putting false testicles onto your pets <laughs> but um <laughs> i've seen advertised another sort of horrifying pet device thing that you can get it's like a little flower that you hook over their tail for cats or dogs. Oh, yeah, that's and they to cover... into No, it. that's meant to... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, really? That's... And it covers their ass. Yeah, it's meant to cover their... If you're too much of a prude to see a dog or a cat's anus, then you buy Jesus this... Jesus <laughs> Christ! God damn! I, you know, take me out you now. Can block I mean, that. really, You can block just... that with the flower and then have massive false <laughs> nudicles on it. <laughs> yes. Could we please cover up that asshole and... and... Instead, yes, <laughs> let us implant a nuticle. <laughs> what the fuck? We're, we're screwed. Anyway, in the spirit of the morning, Roger writes, wait until Trump, a.k.a. Caligula, appoints a horse to the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, I think we're probably... Um, that's okay. Let ha Hank... I got news for you. I'm going to go check. Go out and see if Fat Man D and Liz are out there. And if they are, tell them to come on in. All right. And and tell them they're, yeah, they got a hard act to follow because we've been talking oh, nudicles. No. I'm not you. <laughs> nudicles. Oh, my God. Hey, Louie, come here. Yeah. And this is the other, I, I feel bad because Louie could have been here. Not it's just that you didn't go to Russia. That, this is me. another nephew. See how it goes down? <laughs> yeah. This is Louis Miller. Hello, everyone. Are they here? Uh, just Liz. Fat Man D's not here? Uh, nope. I get to steal Hank's seat for a little bit. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so your brother is uh, taking your place. You're All kidding. Right. Well, that's not like her. What time is it? She's got two minutes. Here she is. Okay, you're out of there. Sorry, Louie. Hey, that's okay. Come on in. Short Mandy. Okay, I told you this is going to be chaos. And it, it will be. So, um, hey, Mandy. Come on in. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. And now just come on in. We're going to be tight. Where's Liz? She's coming. Uh, she needs to gather her computer. Have a seat, dear. Are we on air? Yeah, Hi. we're on air. Watch it, the seat's going to go down. Okay. Mm. If I kissed you on those lips, would that come off? I think we should try. <laughs> okay. Not enough. But I do have some purple. We need to work hard on it. Okay. Fat Man D, ladies and gentlemen, needs no introduction. Liz Berlin, Liz, we, need another, we need another chair. We need another chair. Unless Liz is going to sit in my Hi, lap. Liz. Come on. No, she's not. Here. Hi. Okay, these are two Pittsburgh major divas. Come on. Yeah, but you got to be on the screen. You got to pull around. Where? There. Are we all in? Are we in? Hey. Okay. There's we got. Hi. Hi, guys. So... 
La 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 la. I'm just so happy to see you. <coughs> la 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 la. See, I can sing too, kind of, sort of. You can. <laughs> Not really. So for those of you who don't know, um, who wouldn't know who you are? Huh? There's some people. There are people. There's a person somewhere who doesn't know who we are. It's amazing. That's why we're here. Okay, well, all right. No, that's not why you're here. Fat Man D, ladies and gentlemen, voted best jazz performer by the readers of Pittsburgh City Paper. Woo-wee! Liz Berlin, founding member of Rusted Root. <laughs> Triple platinum selling rusted, rusted root. Yeah. What do you? How many do you have to sell to get a platinum? What a is million. a million uh -huh. records? Right, and you yeah. did that three times. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're not doing that anymore, though, are you? Um. Well, rusted root's kind of on hiatus right now. Rusted root is on hiatus, mm -hmm. which is a strange sort of purgatory place, it right? Sort of neither here nor there. A little bit, yeah. But so you two have banded together to cause trouble. Yes, we have. I love it. <laughs> tell, it tell us about your social justice uh, uh, disco. Well, uh, Liz and I uh, have been working together for, um, I actually, when I was looking for an email from you yesterday, I found the original, hey, Liz, I don't know if you remember me, but I'd like to be your video intern email from like 2012 or something. And you were like, duh, yes, we've known each other 20 years, Mandy. I know who you are. <laughs> but uh, but I've been working for Liz for about six years now as uh, I was her video intern. And then I was now I am her vocal coach for her foster kids program, We Rock Workshop. Why, 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 why? See, I don't even know any of this. <laughs> I have a nonprofit called Creative Life Support in conjunction with Mr. Small's Theater and Recording Studio. How wonderful. And, uh, through that, we do a program with foster kids called the We Rock Workshop. Um, and also, we have a summer camp coming up July 16th through 20th called the Real Life Music Camp that is open to anyone. So anyone that's interested in uh, coming and working in the studio with me and forming a band is like totally welcome. That is so cool. Yeah, they record like a little EP that and is, make a press I, That is fantastic. Good for and you. And I didn't mention that you're a founder of, of Mr. Small's, yeah, a right. great venue. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so this why, working, these women get things done. I love you know, you guys. And actually, Bill O'Driscoll just did a huge uh, article. I don't know if we're allowed to mention other media networks here. Bill O'Driscoll spent most of his time right over there. Exactly. Bill O'Driscoll, yeah. late of City Paper, now at uh, WESA. Just did a huge story on the We Rock workshop. Oh, how wonderful. So I was yeah. working with her and We Rock, and we were helping these wonderful, talented, dedicated children with these incredible stories to tell, write their songs, and make CDs for several years. And I asked, you know, I, I didn't ask Liz, actually. I tagged Liz in an April Fool's Facebook post three years ago and I said Liz Berlin and I are making a social justice disco record the Pittsburgh Symphony's on it and everybody's gonna be there and Liz poor Liz is on tour I woke up on the tour bus first thing in the morning and I, I look at Facebook before I even get out of my bunk because it's like my morning alone time and I see I'm tagging this post and I'm like what the fuck uh, it worked. Well, she texted me. She's like, what the? Oh, it's April Fool's. Oh. But all day long, people were getting really excited about it. And then That's they cool. got totally annoyed with both of us when they realized it wasn't happening. So Liz. They were getting actually mad. Yeah, they were. So they wanted it. The, yeah. the public demanded it. Yeah. And so and you was, guys. Went on, I, got, I was getting more and more disappointed that it wasn't real. And I was like, wait a minute. So how many, so, well, she asked me, she said, do you actually have music for this? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I go to all these protests. I mean, you know, you, first time I saw you perform was at an anti-war protest. Vince Irene was starving himself outside of CMU protesting autonomous flying vehicles <laughs> that we know today of as drones. drones. Yeah. And Way Liz was then. up there singing and playing with the band. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to be like that. That's 1993. Oh, you know, I'm still in high school. She's just barely out of high school. And. You know, and I said, you actually have stuff? And I said, well, yeah, actually, I have, you know, at least at least five or six songs that we could work on. And what are some of the titles? Oh, some good ones. Big Brother. Hashtag Big Brother is trending. Hashtag Big Brother yeah. is trending. We actually just released that one as a single. That's actually coming out on July 8th, uh, all internationally, digitally, 
iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, this Pandora, is good. This is all the good. things. Some other titles so uh, people get Fourth a Fourth Reich Horizon. <laughs> I think you guys sung that on my yeah. show. We, yeah. We've since added Fourth some Reich really or... killer horn tunes. Oh, okay. Steel Town Horns tears it up with some. Uh, you'll you'll appreciate this literary and reference. The the Steel Town Horns uh, bit off of a little of uh, of the the song Cavern of the Mountain Troll. Yeah, it's totally ridiculous, like heavy metal funk horns in Fourth Reich Horizon. Yeah, that we added to that. So Fourth Reich, because you know, Fourth Reich and mountain trolls. There's a big troll in Hey, hi, did it? Hey, I love it. And then we have Jim Crow is alive and well. The truth. How do you put this stuff to music? Jeez. Um, well, that was the fun part. Mandy, Mandy came in. She had some melodies because she had been sort of like freeforming them with kind of her jazz group. And she, they would sort of lay down a groove and she would freeform her, her melodies. So we just took them and solidified them and got really precise as to, okay, this is the chorus. And then like, let's do this for the bridge and just really like solidified the structures and brought the band in and, and turned them into songs. It's unbelievable. And there's, yeah. you're going to do the whole album the whole album this Sunday yep. at Mr. Small's yep. with a cast of thousands, and that's not an April Fool's joke. At least right? sixty. Sixty. About a 60. cast of by, sixty. By thousands, we mean sixty. <laughs> yeah, we, we mean like well, you know, like five dozen, four dozen. Okay, but a whole <laughs> bunch. The Lemington Gospel Choir. Yeah, that's with Derek Tynes. We did yep. uh, a. Fully, uh, uh, Derek Tynes did a stunning rendition of "I Can't Breathe" by the Peace Poets. Yeah, and so he did this whole gospel arrangement, r- swell, and just the whole choir, and and that's what they're going to yeah, be. Yeah, and doing. then there's poets mm-hmm. uh, Leslie Ezra Smith and Christina Springer are also on that track, so they contributed their own original work. Uh, well, so we're we're all whispering, "I can't breathe." And then the poets are going, and then the whole choir kicks in with the band, and it's oh, just like wow. it's insanely, it's 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 insanely, it's stunning. Where okay, yeah. so you oh, can we, get your tickets in advance for ten bucks. Where mm-hmm. you get them? MrSmalls.com. dot <laughs> com. And uh, at the door, only slightly at the door, more, fifteen. Yeah. 15. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, women, yeah. men, women, and children. Yeah, invited. all ages, all ages. Doors yeah. open at six. Show starts at seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. 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 Well, we also have Mini Wichoni, Water is Sacred. That's uh, uh, we we contacted our friends Johnny Creedco and his son Sunbear and uh, his partner Arlena Evans and they uh, and Arlena and Johnny actually went out to Standing Rock. If you ever go to the powwows, you will have seen Sunbear dancing. He's incredible. He's the, the IT guy at the at the zoo over there. But, uh, but <laughs> Wait, <laughs> stunning dancer, really stunning dancer, and uh, oh, they went out to be Standing Rock uh, water protectors. So we wrote this, and Miniwichani means uh, water is sacred, and it's the whole no dapple against the pipeline. So they're on it, and they did. Uh, we did Can, a really nice <clears throat> thing. I can't have you guys here and looking at you and without wanting you to. I want you to sing something right now. <laughs> okay. We want to sing something. Well, right now. Well, sing something right now. Right now, can we back? Can we boot up Do a backing have... track? Should we put a microphone on the on the on the speaker? Here, you take or mine you have, uh... and put that one there, and you're here. Real hot. Ah! Ah! Do you have Sorry. an input? Can we do an input? Hey, like a like a headphone jack. Uh, look, it what was, do you think this is? I know. Too <laughs> fancy. Is it, what song do you this is my do? stupid show. Uh, I, maybe Big Brother is trending since. Oh, yeah, Big or Brother. I will survive. Do you want one or two? What time is it? Well, we got plenty of time. Oh, we wow. want two. Okay. I really want to. I want to make sure to play. I will survive for her too, because we need to leave them uplifted. We just can't. Be do like, you yeah, need Fourth you, Reich Horizon? And you don't need the mic on here. I think, yeah, here. What I'll do here, is I'll give Liz my it. mic, and I'll take That's your right. mic, and Liz will put her mic on the. On the speaker, on the phone. All we right. Don't know it's okay. Don't worry about it. We're gonna yeah, do it. We're gonna. I'm getting out of the way. This is. Uh, All right. Stand be the f- back. All right. Time I've mic'd up. All right. Okay. This is so high tech. You're mixing it, so tell me if I need to get closer or anything. All right. So this is uh, hashtag Big Brother is trending. Yeah, and this features one of our other. Um, one of the other counselors and producers that we work with at Re Rock, uh, Big Juss. He's on the rap section. <laughs> <laughs> 
To live there filled with lead Come home from school but car broke down Caught on good they shot him down A person's reading a book alone Shout shot the video on the phone Bearing with us we shared the feet But it was crying thing Didn't feel the need Big brother is trending Big brother is trending A pipeline built against the law. Treaties broke, hoping natives fall. Four hundred tribes gathered strong, and you won't hear news speak in their song. Big brother wants us to believe, protects his lies, defends his needs. But the truth is coming into light. We must resist, keep up the fight. Justice everywhere. Cause when cops murder and pipelines built and bombs go off at home, it's like the Lord Himself is calling you. You must pick up the phone. We learn, we teach, we educate ourselves and even those who it's long past time we must decide what's more important, lives or pride. Here comes Big Dust. There's too much fear, conflicting truths, the thin veneer. Alternative facts interlink, drowned us all in double think. They rectify the past to fit their truth into the narrative. Deleting footage of the death on persons will take no more breath. Big brother is trending. Big brother is trending. Plus, I'm gonna Big brother is trending. Big brother is trending. Big brother is trending. That's some double plus on good news. Double plus.
<laughs> That's just wonderful. Thanks. That's Yay, just wonderful. Like oh my gosh. I need to get it off to the Orwell Society. Did you send it to them yet? I need to <laughs> the it Orwell now. Society. Well, you know, I haven't. They I know actually, about it. They already. know about They're it. They're expecting we, I love, it. Because I, oh, really? I met the son of George Orwell when he came to Pittsburgh to for the new Hazlitt Theater when my friend Tracy Turner was in 1984, like a year and a half ago, at the new Hazlitt. So you met Orwell's son? I met his son, yeah, yeah. Richard Smith, I think. And how, yeah. I told him about it. He was delighted. So the Orwell Society in England, yeah, yeah. it wants this. Well, I, I hope they want it. They're excited to hear it. Yeah, we need to get. That's I, wonderful. I'll send them that. That's wonderful. Today. I'll send them the Facebook today. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> well, you know, you know, the weird thing about living in the horror of Trump era is that it has, and I guess this often does happen, when you have a frightening, consequential time, it is when artists step up hopefully it they do, gives yeah. rise yeah. to great yeah. art does it oh, not i hope so yeah thank you i mean well well i mean really i in, went to a see a, a conference last year music conference and there was a songwriter named mary gautier who really uh inspired me and she said uh it's the artist's job to stand up and say what needs to be said first and that we're the ones who have to give courage to the ones who are not courageous enough to speak yet well that's right and i think if you look at the you know in the 60s and 70s you had a lot of uh musicians and artists standing up mm -hmm. and um we're clearly starting to see that now aren't we i hope so i mean we were i mean liz was first brought out you know of pittsburgh by ann feeney i mean you know, yeah, ann feeney was my first musical mentor here in pittsburgh actually she and saw me playing at a at a little open stage at Bloomer's Coffee Shop. Wow. And uh, took me off to uh, the People's Music Network that summer, which is a, like a probably international organization of uh, musician activists and kind of introduced me to this whole new world. So that was sort of my, my roots as a, as a musician. Well, you know, the revolution needs a soundtrack. True. Right? It's very true. I'm thinking. Revolutions have always had soundtracks. No, and, really. And as as the issues change, the soundtracks have to get louder. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We do. A, we did a presentation uh, at the Summit Against Racism this year about um, the importance and the role of musicians in in social justice movements. And you know, we put together an, an entire uh, presentation of artists that have inspired us, and you know, have have driven movements before, like you know, like Nina Simone and. Yeah, uh, Gil Scott Heron, and you know, well, there's so many you could name. I mean, like, yeah, uh, NWP. Yeah. <laughs> How about another one? Sure. What do you want to hear? Hear. I don't know. Another original or a cover? What do you think? We have um, some really great covers too. What yeah, we cover did. Do you want to do? Uh, well, we did. Uh, all you fascists are bound to lose. Woody Guthrie, Billy Bragg. We oh, I that. love it. Let's do mm -hmm. it. You want to hear that? Yes. Should we play it with Justin or with that? Oh, yeah, no, with Justin. So um, we had a guest vocalist on this one. Uh, Justin Sane is one of the lead singers of Anti-Flag. Wait, I just lost your mic. Why did that? Am I there? Hello. Okay. Is one so, of the um, one of the we had a, a special uh, guest vocalist uh, join us for this song. Uh, Justin Sane is one of the lead singers for Anti-Flag which is another really, you know, successful yeah. Pittsburgh political. group and very political. Um, so uh, we were very honored that Justin came in on this song. Can you pull up the lyrics from that as well? Sure, sure. You forget lyrics? I do. The you know, rough. I just I, sometimes... <laughs> she doesn't forget them. She just needs to make sure. I, <laughs> I spend a lot of time on the road with the... With uh, with punk rock clowns, a lot of ramen. Punk rock clowns, <laughs> a lot of ramen noodles. Dry, dry. Oh come on! Seriously, dry ramen noodles. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you eat them and then drink water, you get really full. This, my, my son told me this when my son was into like survivalism. He's like, well, I guess that's noodles. true. I guess that's true. <laughs> oh how awful! Yeah, it was it wasn't a good look. wasn't wasn't a good look. <laughs> dumpster diving across America. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I and mean, people. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people who dumpster dive all the time. I know. Gleaners, 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 land, land pirates, land pirates. That's what we call them. Call it? Land yeah. pirates. It's too bad. Romanticizing the fact that we can't afford to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when are you writing your autobiography? 
Oh. Uh, that's something I've been asked. You uh, should do that. There's, I mean, because you've, yeah, you've got some stories. My friend, like, Dr. Jones, Herbert <laughs> Vincent Ricardo Piedro Jones, you know Dr. Jones? No. Of the Heritage Gospel Girl. He's fabulous, yes. fabulous, fabulous choir director. He was one of our panelists. He actually, when, when we did the presentation at the Summit Against Racism, he, uh, as a child, would march with Dr. King. He's from the South, but he lives here in Pittsburgh now. And it's an incredible baritone. And he said to me, if you don't write your story, then someone will write it for you. That's true. That's true. And I can't see you allowing that. I probably should do that at some point shortly. As soon as we get this record out. As soon as we get Trump out. As soon, well, maybe I'll just go on a retreat. (laughs) If I can get her. I don't don't know know if anybody can really retreat from that, though. There's no retreat from fashion. No, you can't. You can't get away. That's the thing. No, we're going to. All right. Third, so okay, so I'm going to give her. Can you read that from here? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I'm going to give you this mic, and oh, yeah. I'm going to take this one. Oh, right. And I'm out of here. Okay. All right. So this is uh, All You Fascists, recorded by, uh, record, I was originally uh, written by Woody Guthrie, who has wonderful anti-Trump father songs. Do you hear Woody Guthrie's oh, yes, anti-father yeah. Trump? Yeah. So, and Billy Bragg, who is one of, you know, fabulous political musicians, so. With Justin Zane. I don't know why it's being quiet. Booting booting up the band. Okay. Um, Okay. This is one without Justin. Oh, without Justin. Okay. Okay. All of a sudden, my computer wants to be quiet oh that's why that's why okay this one is the one with justin okay ready yeah okay here we are what do you guess he never imagined the disco beat You're bound to lose, you fascist, you're bound to lose. Race hatred cannot stop us, this one thing we know. You poll tax engine crow and greed have got to go. You're bound to lose, you fascist, you're bound to lose. All you fascists, you're bound to lose. You fascists, you're bound to lose. You fascists, you're bound to lose. You're bound to lose. You fascists, bound to lose. People of every color marching side by side, marching across these fields where a million fascists died. You're bound to lose. You're bound to lose. All you fascists, you're bound to lose. You fascists, you're bound to lose. You fascists, you're bound to lose. You're bound to lose. You fascists, bound to lose. Imagine double dancers, drag queens, violins, and cellos. Megan Williams and Mark Strickland on violin and guitar. We will end this world of slavery before this battle's won. You're bound to lose. You fascists, you're bound to lose. All you fascists, you're bound to lose. You fascists, you're bound to lose. 
You fascist bound to lose You bound to lose You fascist bound to lose Oh, you fascist bound to lose You fascist bound to lose You fascist bound to lose You bound to lose You fascist Thank you, Justin Sane. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I'm listening to that, and the, 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 the negative part of me, which is substan substantial, is saying, well, not necessarily. Well, not necessarily. Well, we're hoping. I mean, they can do a lot of friggin' damage before they lose, uh, as we have seen. Oh, my God. Well, what doesn't they say? Speak it, and it, it will be... Where the power of prayer is real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Pray. You gotta music. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know. I don't know. Jesus. Praise his holy name in all of his forms. Even the ones that don't look like him. Jesus. Sorry. I sing with the gospel choir. You said Jesus. Oh you do. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't yes, Jesus. Praise his I'm a Jew, but you know what the heck. I, I hedge my bets. <laughs> I, th I think that's wise. I do. I do. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, the the fascists are currently doing a lot of damage. I mean, I was just talking with my buddy uh, yesterday, who owns an Indian restaurant over in Garfield, and uh, he just got back from India, and he's like, they're trying to make it a Hindu country. They're trying to get rid of the Sikhs. They're trying to get rid yeah. of the Muslims. You know, it's like two right. thirds of the population. So that's happening there. Here, we're you know, got a war on our indigenous people and a war on people of color. And well, the news is, I people. mean, like you know, Hungary is essentially gone. Poland is is right on its heels in terms of them going fascist again. I don't know if you're aware of wow. that. There is frightening stuff going on. The interior minister of Italy was heard to say the other day that we need to purify Italy. Oh he was talking specifically about kicking the Roma out. Uh, yeah, but first the Roma, then the Jews. It's all just, over Europe. It's happening all over the place. And uh, if they're bound to lose, they sure look like they're on the upswing right now. I just want to say they really do. And for people to continue to bury their heads in the sand and say, well, that's a little strong to call mm -hmm. them fascists. Mm -hmm. or to well, people are getting more offended at being told they're racist than the actual damage that racism is causing or being called a fascist as opposed to like paying attention to the actual damage that fascism is currently calling. They're, they're like all up in their feels about how the word is offending them and not the actions that caused you to say the word. Yeah. It's gay gaslighting. There was like a post on Facebook somebody sent past my feed the other day. One of the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Uh, are you familiar with the sisters? No. Oh my God. It's an order of drag queen nuns. They just, they've been around since the 70s and they landed in Pittsburgh about three years ago. The sisters of perpetual indulgence. No. Oh, look I... them up. They're fabulous. Drag so they, queen they nuns. They perform a lot. I mean, they're not performers. No, they're, they, they're sisters. They, they do, do charitable works. works. Oh, for God's sake! Yes, they live that. They live it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me know. Then send me some stuff. About okay. It. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's Steel City Sisters, I think, is what. But anyhow, they one of them posted. Uh, people, you know, getting offended at what somebody calls you is a is a subtle form of gaslighting. They're saying, well, what we're talking about isn't important. The fact that you called me a name is is, is bigger. Is, is the yeah. same as the actual things that are happening. I'm uh -huh. I'm totally. Mm -hmm. I Poorly remember that paraphrasing. Yeah. Well, you too. I am so um, I, I, I'm so grateful that that you're willing to do the the hard work. I mean, of 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 Pittsburgh has a lot of really wonderful artists, activists, yes. archivists, and we're just happy to be uh, so blessed with so many people who are willing to join us to do our our version. So again, just because we're out of time, I want to let people. Um, yeah, we don't have time for one more. You have a, a quickie. I wanted to do. I I will survive. It's probably too long. You can fade us out. What? You can fade us out when you have to end the show. Okay. Well, we got Amy. It's up to you because you're the one. She's got a bus to catch. Oh. You're okay. Do you need a ride? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, seriously. So buy okay. uh, buy uh, buy tickets at mrsmalls.com for ten dollars in advance, or just show up at the door on Sunday. Doors are at six, show is at seven, and uh, and we've it's going to be a hell of a show. I can see. Yeah, we got uh, Miguel Seguet and his son and. And Ari, we're going to sing. Okay, sorry. Everybody's going to be there, especially you. Wheelchair access on the side on Butler Street. All right. So this is a this features a a a, a rapper by the name of Hollywood, and this is uh, we had to do this one because it's the most inherently social justice type song from the disco era. First I was afraid, I was petrified, kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned how to get along, and now you're back from without a space. I just walk in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have changed you. Leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second you'd be back to bother me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Cause you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to break me with goodbye? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live. Now I've got all my love to give, and I will survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. It took all the strength I had not to fall apart. Kept trying hard to find the pieces of my broken heart. And I spent oh so many nights just feeling sorry for myself. And I used to cry. But now I hold my head up high and you see me. Somebody new. I'm not that chained up little person still in love with you. And so you felt like walking in and just expect me to be free. But now I'm saving all my loving for someone who's loving me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. You're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to break me with goodbye? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? I've got all my life to live, now I've got all my love to give, and I will survive, I will survive, hey, hey. That was a that was that is Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, Gloria Gaynor. Gloria Gaynor. What, what do I know? I don't know anything. And that's a social justice song. 
Well, inherently, because it's it's women's liberation and then leaving, you know, in its original form, is uh, you know, a woman leaving an abusive right uh, re- relationship, man, yeah. presumably. Yeah. Um, but since then, it's really been adopted by um, by the gay community, the trans community, and 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 still, it's just very empower- empowering for yeah. everyone, uh, you know, including Gainer, women. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just it had to be part of it. I thought it's wonderful. Yeah, and, and I thought that you. Hollywood's rap that you did was like oh, it was wonderful. Super, it's just wonderful. Spot on as well. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. There's a lot more, but you got to go to Mr. Smalls on Sunday, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I can't wait. Yay! Doors open Seriously. at six. Seriously, doors open at six, mm-hmm. and um, show starts at seven. Yeah. How long is the show? Do you have any idea? Um, it's uh yeah it's it's uh, there's going to be an opening set of all of our special guests are going to each do a song or two or a poem or two so you'll see all of the guests on the album you'll see a little bit from each of them um, and then our set will probably be about an hour or hour and a half ish so wow they won't go too too late but it'll be good. yeah we know it's a school night it's it a is school a school night. night thank you <laughs> thank you as usual thank, thank you. you Batman D Liz Berlin uh, Lynn yeah. Cullen. <laughs> Keeping Pittsburgh honest, y'all. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Stay away from these three Jewish girls. Yeah. <laughs> L'chaim. We trouble. To we life. Tr- yeah, to life, indeed. Mm-hmm. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.